Welcome to the PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, E. Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine sidekick, Woody, where we bring you the news raw, unfiltered, and with no chaser. And welcome to another episode of PBO Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. And it can be reported that, no, Joe Biden is not the president-elect of the United States. That's right, that's right. He still is not the president-elect of the United States. Now he very well could be, but right now, technically, ain't. There, leftists. Sorry to burst your bubble on that. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of PBO Podcast. Eve Vanderbilt here, of course, with this trusted canine co-host, as always, the dog's budsman of the show. Woody, how you doing, Woody? Woof. Woody is right. He's got a special ask. He wants to make sure that he gets through to you guys. Hey, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please subscribe to the show. Give us a five-star rating. Helps move us up in the algorithm. Big tech cannot do anything about that. And if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. That helps. And if you're not watching our YouTube channel, please go over to YouTube. And I know, I know there's a lot of people who just don't like YouTube, but I get it. I get it. We're also on Rumble, moving up fast on Rumble. You can subscribe to us on rumble.com. It's the PBL podcast. But please go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. Even if you don't watch us, subscribe because we are this close. We are so close to hitting the threshold that'll drive us up in the algorithm because that's what it's all about. When you first start out these podcasts, these YouTube channels, it takes a lot to grow. And the way to grow is through subscriptions, shares, likes, all that good stuff to move it up in the algorithm. And on our YouTube channel, we are this close. Now, if you're watching the YouTube channel, you see me holding my fingers up just by a little bit because we're that close. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you all that have subscribed recently and helped move us up a little bit by little bit, but we're almost there. And again, thank you for listening to this episode of PBL Podcast. Let's get to it. You know, the election uh, is still going on. There are several races, by the way, not just the presidential race that has not been called. Now, the presidential race, obviously, that's all over the news. But did you know, did you know there are 20 House seats that have not been called? 20 House seats that have not been called. And of those 20 House seats that have not been called, 11 are leaning Republican. (laughs) That's right. 11 are leaning Republican. Uh, Seven are leaning Democrat. Uh, One is right now, it's 50-50. I mean, it's just 50-50 right there. And then one, it's going into a runoff, but it leans Republican. So there are 12 House seats right now that have not been called, that are leaning Republican. Now, those 11 will be called soon. That one goes into a runoff. I think it's already, I don't know the date, but it's already slated for the runoff. And again, it's very much leaning Republican. And then, of course, the seven that are leaning Democrat haven't been called, but they will. So right now, as it stands for the House, uh, the Republicans are at 202 seats. They picked up five. The Democrats are 216. They've lost four. There are still 20 seats not called. So if the Republicans pick up those 12 seats, (laughs) that's 214 for the Republicans. 214. Now, not all of those 12 are likely to go to the Republicans. They're, they're, They're very tight. Some of them are very, very tight. That's why they haven't been called. But they're all leaning Republican right now. So if they get all 12, 214. You need a 218 majority. Now, are you starting to see how the Democrats lost bigly here? <laughs> they have lost bigly. That means they, if this plans out like this, 
That means there's only a four seat difference. Now, the reason that that's important is when legislation comes down the pipe, each side tries to get the other side to help them out and vote. That makes it partisan, right? And you know, when it goes along partisan lines, uh, the majority wins. But it doesn't always go along uh, partisan lines. Now, you, all they need are four Democrats to go with whatever Republican legislation comes down the pipe, and they they it goes to the the Senate, goes to the next step. So this is huge, and the Democrats know this. They know how much they lost in this election. They potentially lost 17 seats in this election. That is big. Now, the Senate, it's all down to Georgia, as I've mentioned. We got two Senate races in Georgia that are in runoffs now. And those runoff races will go to January 5th. Now, what the Democrats are doing, it's not some more of their underhanded tricks because that's what they do, is um, they're going to move to Georgia to vote in this election. You have up until December 7th to register to vote in the January 5th runoff election here in the state of Georgia. So Andrew Yang already announced he's moving his family uh, here to Georgia. He's moving here with his family to Georgia to help as he said, quote unquote, help the Democrats. In other words, he's going to pad the votes. Now, with knowing that, by the way, the Democrats have already announced that's what they're, they're going to do. Now, not everybody could do that. Democrats across the country can't do that. But more and more Democrats are going to move to the state of Georgia and they're going to vote. They're going to register. They're going to vote. Then they're going to move out. You watch. Andrew Yang won't stay in Georgia. It's a beautiful state, by the way. Uh, I don't want him to stay in Georgia. He can take his liberal leftist policies wherever he's at, keep him there. I don't want him here. But uh, that's what you're going to see happen. So they're going to pad the electorate here in Georgia to try to move these two Senate seats to the Democrat column. And if they do that, they win the Senate. But that's how bad they lost on Election Day, is they, they didn't win the Senate, which they thought they were going to do. They thought they were going to win more House seats. They did not. They potentially lost 17 House seats. I saw an article where one uh, Democrat was saying, we lost seats we shouldn't have lost. And we're in a pretty bad place here. I'm paraphrasing what she was saying. So the Democrats, they know they lost bigly on Tuesday. But what they got is they've got the presidential election. But they haven't won it yet. As I said, Joe Biden's not the president-elect. That doesn't happen. Here's what's going on. Is December 14th, the Electoral College meets. It's written into the Constitution. They meet December 14th. They vote no matter what. No matter what. They're going to vote. So all of this is going on has to be worked out. And as I said before, why, can't, why, why do we not have a right to ask these questions? There is election fraud out there. I'm sorry, there just is. So I'm going to go through that in a little bit. But first, let's talk about the presidential race real quick. Um, you know, it's dominating the news, but there's just some irregularities here that don't make sense. Arizona has been called uh, for Biden. And it was been called by the media. And by the way, the media do not elect presidents the Arizona has not gone to Biden. Not one state has certified the elections. Not one. They will not be, he, each candidate will not be the, the, the one who won that state until they are certified, Donald Trump included. He is, he is projected to win Montana, but technically he hasn't been um, signed off as the winner in Montana. They have not certified the election. The same goes for everywhere. And Arizona has been called by the media. And right now there's a delta, as I record this, of only 14,746 in Biden's favor. And that delta has been closing rapidly. And the remaining ballots, I heard one story last night, there's about 200,000 about, are, are all, they're favoring Trump now. 
the the numbers have been favoring Trump. If the trend holds, Trump could potentially win Arizona back as a projected winner. We'll keep it that. We'll keep it clean like that. Georgia, right now there's a delta of 12,427 votes and it's leaning Biden. And they've already called Georgia for Biden, but they, they didn't really officially call it because Georgia is going into an automatic recount. It's within a less, less than half a percent. So they haven't called Georgia, but they're saying he pretty much won it, but he hadn't. He hadn't. And with there's 99% reported in. In Georgia, there's only 98%, I say only, in Arizona. And the numbers are pretty close, but yet they've called Arizona. You see where there's starting to be some questions here? North Carolina, Trump is leading 74,819 votes. They haven't called North Carolina. Now, the reason they haven't called North Carolina, North Carolina has some more ballots that are coming in, but, and they have a deadline until November 12. But the algorithm shows you that this projected winner is Trump but they haven't called North Carolina. Nevada, same thing's happening in Nevada. There's uh, still um, a large chunk of votes that are outstanding, and Nevada has 95% reported in as a count. And right now, as it stands in Nevada, Biden leads Trump by 36,186 votes, and the, tr the, the votes that keep coming in are favoring Trump, and it's been shrinking that delta. And there's still 5% outstanding, and they've called Nevada. I'm not thinking Nevada's going to turn, but Nevada's closed up. This is why they shouldn't have called Arizona. And then in Alaska, I mean, are the ballots like frozen in the ice or something that has taken this long to count in the, uh, Alaska? I mean, I get it. They're, every state still has outstanding ballots they're counting. They use an algorithm of projections to say who the projected winner is. I get it. But Alaska, come on. You got only 60, about 60% 60 in, uh, but... Trump's leading by about 55,000 votes and Alaska's gone red for so many times. Why don't they just call Alaska for Trump? What's the algorithm showing them? What do they think's going to happen in Alaska that they didn't think was going to happen in Arizona or that they didn't think that was going to happen in uh, Nevada? See, this is why we have questions. This is why the electorate on the right are wondering what the heck's going on. You know, I get Pennsylvania, by the way. You know, they've called Pennsylvania for Biden. Right now, they got 99% in, counted, uh, but there's a delta of 46,256. Now, Pennsylvania, there are so many irregularities in Pennsylvania that they've got to be questioned and they've got to be answered. There's so many irregularities that we've seen in Wisconsin, that we've seen in Michigan. Why can't we ask the question? Why can't we on the right ask, hey, could you help us out? Tell us how this is. No, no, you can't. You, you must accept that Biden is your president-elect and move on. We need to unite the country. And you, you horrible, horrible Trump supporters are preventing us from uniting the country at all costs. You horrible, horrible people, you. But wait a minute, we just want to ask some questions because none of this makes sense. You mind if I ask a question about Michigan? No. Well, I'm going to. All right, so in Michigan, you've, and I reported on this a while ago, early on, because this, this story came out a while ago. This is from the Detroit, the, 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 the uh, Detroit, Detroit, I'll get it out, Detroit. I used to live in Detroit, by the way. Detroit Free Press, and I live downtown Detroit, not in the suburbs, downtown. Uh, the county atrium glitch caused by tardy software update. Now, this report came out November 6th. Now, Here's what they want us to believe. And this, is, this boggles the mind. Um, 
uh, I'll read the article. Adrian County has posted updated and revised numbers for the presidential and U.S. Senate races after discovering major errors in the number of county initially, in, 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 the numbers the county initially sent to the Secretary of State's office. That's the key right there, that they initially sent. They sent these to the Secretary of State office. What you're trying, you hear from the, the left is these were caught early on. They weren't sent up. They were sent up. They were sent to the Secretary of State's office. So the revised numbers arrived at after manually entering the results from printed tabulated tapes for all 16 precincts show the, num the northern Michigan County is still red, just not as dark a shade as it was in 2016. Uh, political observers has ex have ex had expressed shock early Wednesday when the county transferred numbers to the state showing Biden beating Trump by 3,000 votes. Atrium uh, Antrim is a Republican stronghold where local GOP officials have mostly run unopposed in recent elections. So did you hear that? The, the, the votes were sent up and then people were like, whoa, wait a minute. Huh, that doesn't make sense. How, how is this traditional red county all of a sudden blue there's a could you kind of help us out here so somebody asked a question so county clerk cheryl guy told the free press wednesday that officials sent the initial results to the state without checking them but they later asked how could democrats take over this county she said so Guy was unclear on whether the apparent errors resulted from a software glitch or human error but appeared to attribute the problem to a combination of both the county uses Dominion voting systems equipment and results are manually transported on computer cards from the precincts to county offices where they are uploaded onto another computer, she said. The county does not use cellular modems, which have raised concerns about the potential for manipulation by hackers to transmit the results from precinct to precinct. So nobody at the county or state level has said there was any problem with the way the votes were counted or the way the votes totals were recorded on printed tapes at each precinct so the people at the local level didn't see anything which have been kept along with paper ballots instead officials said the problem occurred when precinct level numbers were combined into candidate vote totals and transferred to the state officials at both levels stressed the errors in the reporting of unofficial results would have been caught during the canvassing process when boards composed of two democrats two republicans compared the reported results so they're saying oh no we would have caught it we caught it because somebody questioned it it was sent up. They didn't catch it at the local level. It was sent up. They processed everything that was sent. And then all of a sudden, wait a minute, these things look really, really odd. Why is that? Well, they go on in the article. Late Friday, the Michigan Department of State, which oversees elections, said the errors were caused because Guy failed to update election management system software used to combine the electronic totals from tabulators and submit a report of unofficial results. Do you hear that? This happened because there was, they failed to update the election management system software. So because they didn't update the election management system software, the votes went from Trump to Biden electronically. Not, not anybody keying in anything, but electronically. And it wasn't noticed until after it was sent to the Secretary of State's office. So, and this Dominion, uh, like service, this company has been used in 47 other counties in Michigan. It's been used in 30 other states across the country, including Georgia and all of the battleground states, from what I understand. And we can't question this. We're supposed to go, oh, okay, they caught it. I can't question how was it, how was it that by not 
updating the software, it switched votes from Trump to Biden. I, I mean, does that lo- does that logical? Does that make sense that I, I don't switch? I'm not going to switch. I, I, I missed, I, I missed, I mistakenly did not upgrade the software and somehow magically the computer switched the votes from Trump to Biden. That's not a computer glitch. That's a software program that was written. Somebody wrote that program. And so if you magically don't update the program, we see what happens. So why can't I ask if this has happened elsewhere? Why can't I ask? The, the media likes to say there's no, no proof, no evidence. Isn't that it right there? Isn't that enough to question it? Isn't that enough that say, wait a minute, that means some people's votes, some people were disenfranchised. Is that, that's all it takes. We've got story after story of ballots. We've seen videos where people are ripping up Trump ballots. There's this one video I saw where a person has like eight or nine uh, blank ballots and they fill out Biden on all of them and is talking about, ha, 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 look what I'm doing. Another one where a guy's ripping up Trump ballots. We've got a story that just came out this morning where these guys were cleaning up after a wedding at a local church. Uh, This is in Oklahoma, in Oklahoma of all places, which was very red, and they found Trump ballots in the trash. We can't question this. We've got Twitter and Facebook suppressing all of this. I mean, if you're going through mainstream outlets, mainstream big tech like Twitter and Facebook, you're not seeing all this. And what you are seeing on Twitter, you're seeing that they are suppressing stories with, or they're flagging stories. They're like, here's one, the Daily Caller. Um, And you may have heard that the other day, before I get into the Daily Caller, I'll give this little context to this tweet. uh, Kaylee McEnany was given a press conference and in her press conference was talking about this fraud that they're witnessing. And Neil Cavuto of Fox News, well, he'd have none of that. So he huffed and puffed and cut it off. And Daily Caller reported on it. Here's their tweet. Fox News cuts away from the Trump campaign press conference with Neil Cavuto saying that they can't in good conscience continue showing this when at press secretary says the Democrats are welcoming fraud and welcoming illegal voting, quote unquote, in the election. Where in that tweet did the Daily Caller say that there was fraud? They, they quoted Kaylee McEnany and they quoted Neil Cavuto. They are sharing a story. Twitter took it upon themselves to put a disclaimer. This claim about election fraud is disputed. There was no claim of election fraud here. What the story was, Neil Cavuto cutting away from Kaylee McEnany, the press secretary for the president of the United States, who was talking about election fraud. And then if you click on the link, by the way, on Twitter, it goes to a bunch of propaganda about there's no fraud. I mean, it's, it's right before our eyes, ladies and gentlemen. It's all over the place. We see this over and over and over. Um, and the mainstream media won't, won't report it, so you got to go to alt medias. PJ Media, here's a headline. Rona McDaniel. And Rona McDaniel, by the way, she is the GOP chairwoman. Rona McDaniel presents 131 affidavits, 2,800 incident reports of alleged voter fraud in Michigan. And the media still demands evidence. That's the headline. When, how, how much evidence do they want? I mean, they want us to not believe our own lying eyes. They want us to believe that it's over. It's, there's no election fraud. There's no election fraud. None. When we see election fraud after election fraud after election fraud, 
we we've got verifiable proof that dead people voted hey my guilty pleasure is the walking dead but i'm not sure they're voting they or they shouldn't be voting if they're dead i mean they can't talk all they do is want to eat your brains but yet we're not to believe there's any election fraud shut up sit down in fact if you keep doing this we're going to put you on a list we're going to hurt you we're going to damage you i'm going to talk about that in the next segment of the podcast but here's where we are i mean election fraud after election fraud after election fraud after election fraud and we're told by the way the same glitch that happened in michigan also was uncovered in wisconsin uh here from gateway pundit breaking exclusive system glitch quote unquote also uncovered in wisconsin reversal of swap votes removes lead from joe biden if it happened in one place and it happened in another place and they use this software in 47 counties 30 states why can't we challenge that ask the question hey could you check to make sure all of these had that software update and if they did could you rerun the numbers because it would be pretty simple to rerun the numbers because they don't have to add in and they don't have to put in the ballots anymore they just got to check and make sure that this software update that magically changes votes to biden could you just make sure that it's copacetic that's all we ask is that too much to ask apparently it is on the left because the left wants to shame you into sounding like a kook because you know you're not to believe all of this because what you have to believe, and I mentioned this on the show yesterday, what you have to believe is you have to believe that a man who could barely catch flies at a rally, I mean, literally, the man couldn't get more than 20, 30 people at a rally, all of a sudden has 75 million votes. You have to believe that a man who got thousands upon thousands at a rally, clamored for the rally, like 20, 30,000 inside, thousands waiting outside, uh, got 72 million votes about, lost to a man who couldn't get flies to his rally. I mean, literally, they put out shit and the flies still wouldn't come. But you have to believe that. You have to believe that a man who campaigned from his basement, who barely went out, got 75 million votes. You have to believe that a, a man who, who can't complete a coherent sentence, and one, by the way, who said that we put together the biggest fraud machine in the history, blah, blah, blah. You know, I played that on the show yesterday. Got 75 million votes. You got to believe that Joe Biden, Joe Biden got more votes than Barack Obama. Uh, you know, I get it. There's a you know, large turnout. I mean, orange man bad. I get that too. But really, this just none of this makes sense. So I tell you what, left, if you believe so wholeheartedly that Joe Biden won, he is not your elected president, by the way. He's your projected winner, but he's not the president-elect. If you believe Joe Biden won, well, then what's the problem? I said this yesterday on the show. What's the problem? But if you want to sit here and tell me um, that there, there is no election fraud, there's no evidence of election fraud, well, let me tell you, it's not raining. You're just pissing on my leg, okay? I'm sorry. There's too many instances out there. We've got people who have gone on record. We've got people who have filed affidavits. We've got people that have sworn uh um on, on oath that they they are in fact telling you there was election fraud there's one postal worker who basically went under oath and said yeah i was told to backdate these ballots yeah uh-uh sorry there's too much there's too much 
It just doesn't make any kind of sense. So what the left is trying to do right now is they want you to feel like you're, you're crazy. They want to put you in a bucket, you know, the bucket of deplorable, basket of deplorables. Well, so we'll say basket, not bucket. They want to put you in this basket of you're a nut. 70, nearly 72 million of you are nuts for asking this. And then they want to, they're, they're going to, by the way, they're going to be putting out the disinformation campaigns. They're going to, what they're going to do, and I believe they're doing it with RCP right now, I'll explain it in a minute, is they're going to put some disinformation campaigns out there, get people sucked into them as believing it, and then it's clearly shown to be false, and they go, ha, see, if you believe that, then that shows you the person over there is a little crazy. How are you going to believe them? Right now uh, on the internet, it's blasted all over the internet. I've seen it on social media that Real Clear Politics reversed their call for Arizona. There's some say reversed their call for Pennsylvania. Not true. It's just not true. Real Clear Politics uh, did not call. They still have it as 259 electoral votes for Biden and 214 for Trump. They have not called Pennsylvania, and they have not called Arizona. Now, they've called Nevada, but they have not called. And I, I look at them every day. I can tell you, this is an anecdotal. This is me checking this every day, actually several times throughout the day. That's how invested I am in this stuff. Real Clear Politics never called Pennsylvania. Real Clear Politics never called Arizona. Unless they did it in an hour, I wasn't awake or online, but I can guarantee you they have not called it and let it stand there for a day. So, but you're seeing that out on the internet right now. And it's either people wishful thinking, thinking they had because um, Fox News has, CNN has, MSNBC, um, Politico, all of these other entities have called these states. And uh, now they want to lump in everybody. Real clear politics has stayed above the fray and has not called it. But now what they're doing is uh, you, you see these on Twitter, and I urge you so strongly to beware of this. Even if you see a tweet from me uh, or anybody you know to be truthful, and not that you know me to be truthful, but even anybody, doesn't matter who, if you just see a tweet without, even the President of the United States, even Joe Biden, if you see a tweet without some kind of link to evidence, don't believe in it, follow up, research it on your own. I've seen several tweets and posts on social media where they make a blanket statement and I'm like, okay, is there a link to it? If there's no link to it, research it on your own. If you do not know it to be true, don't buy it to be true. Research it on your own. I can't stress that enough. We need to be vigilant. We need to be accurate. We need to be careful. There's a lot at stake here. And if the right starts going on, down these rabbit holes that turn out to be just disinformation campaigns to make you look like the, a lunatic that they think you are, They'll use that to discredit everything else that we're trying to do. And what we're trying to do here is get to the truth. All I want, all we want, I want answers to this. How, how is it all these ballots showed up in the middle of the night and they all go for Biden? How is that possible? The probability of that is not likely. How is it that we find all these ballots in the trash and they're all Trump ballots? How is it that online we've got all these leftist lunatics tearing up Trump ballots or filling out Biden ballots? How is it that a software glitch is basically them not downloading an update and without uploading or downloading that update that the votes turn from Trump votes to Biden votes? 
that, that you, you want me to believe. And I'm sure there may be a plausible explanation. You know, I'm not a software programmer, but there, logically this makes no sense. All the ballots are put into the scanner, they tabulate into the computer, and because this update wasn't done, I'm supposed to believe that it was a glitch that it switched Trump votes to Biden votes electronically. <sighs> yeah, I'm supposed to believe all this. I'm supposed to believe that Arizona is called for Biden, that Biden won Arizona when the votes that are still outstanding and the trends that are coming in are leaning towards Trump. I'm supposed to believe all of this when the left now is saying they're going to move to Georgia to sway the, De the Senate election to the left. If they're so confident in their, their ability to win this election, they should sit back, let the right play it out. And if we all look like lunatics for doing so, then man, they actually benefit. And the reason they benefit is because for the next four years, they can say, look, <laughs> these rightists over here, these lunatic rights, these rubes, they said that uh, Biden didn't win, so we let them figure it out on their own. And when they came back empty-handed that our guy did win, well, guess what? We got more power now because, you know, we have more credibility. They look like idiots. Why doesn't the left do that? Because the left doesn't have confidence in these numbers. That's why they don't do it. If the left had confidence in these numbers, they would have no problem with us asking these questions based on these anomalies. And there are a lot of anomalies. Hey, you left us out there that are watching this, uh, you know, or listening to it. I'd like to hear your comments. Come on, tell me how much of a rube I am. And no platitudes, please. I mean, I'm sick of platitudes because all you give me is platitudes. I want specifics. Give me some links. Give me some logic. Give me some reason. But none of these platitudes like, yeah, your guy was fired or I'm, more, I'm smarter than you. You know, because that's all you got is platitudes. And I'm sick of your platitudes. Your platitudes are worthless to me. If you want to combat, counter things that are said, me, whomever, uh, more, you got to give more than just platitudes, okay? Because platitudes are stupid. They, get, they don't prove anything other than you just trying to make an emotional argument to, to beat people down. We are not having any more of that. It's time to put pedal to the metal, and it's time to start questioning back. By the way, um, over the weekend, uh, I'm sure you saw all the news media of the right and the riots over the weekend where uh, Trump supporters rioted across the nation in you know, the battleground states of Pennsylvania, in um, Georgia, North Carolina, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, and Arizona. You saw all of those media stories on the right and how they smashed up buildings, burned cars, threw trash all over the place and just demanded, demanded uh, that things go their way. And I mean, let's throw in a riot in Florida too. It's sunny. It's beautiful. No, actually, you didn't see that over the weekend. What you did see is you saw BLM marching through a street in, I think it was Ann Arbor, Michigan, and uh, there were a bunch of uh, people having dinner, and they put their arms up in solidarity of the BLM movement, and these were all white patrons because they fear if they don't, they're going to be attacked and shut down. Because the right, we don't riot. We don't smash things. We don't loot. We don't burn police cars. We don't scream obscenities at the people we don't like. No, no, we don't riot. We protest, but we peacefully protest. And you know what we also do? We pick up our trash when we leave. But the left, 
they want to beat you down. On the next segment, I'm going to go, I'm going to start off. I'm going to talk about that, uh, where they want to put you on a list. I'm sure you heard that, but how many people said it? A lot of people said it. Thanks for listening to this segment of the PBO podcast, politics and brown liquor.